Our newsroom received a statement from the president at Western University regarding a planned walkout by students. And the, the statement reads this way. I'll just read it from you. I got an email from Sawyer Bogdan as it came in saying, hey, did you see this? So here's what it says. We see this as a positive step forward in publicly affirming a collective commitment to stop gender-based sexual violence. This is an opportunity to work together on Western culture and to ensure everyone feels safe on campus. It is planned for tomorrow, and we are now joined by the president of the UWL Faculty Association, Nigmendra Narain. Nigmendra, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on, Mike. Let's talk about tomorrow from a faculty standpoint, because it appears that a number of students are going to walk out of class if they happen to be in class at noon Mm -hmm. and gather on UC Hill. Uh, From a faculty standpoint, what is your position? Well, our position, first of all, is that UOFA stands in solidarity with the survivors, the softs, and all the students that struggle to cope in the aftermath of what we've heard about uh, happening at Western in the past O-week time period. And for our members, we have asked them to, first of all, consider accommodation to allow students to go and be as a part of this event and show their solidarity with the survivors and where members are available and can avail themselves to do so to come out and participate in uh, this this walkout. Uh, I myself will be heading over as well because it's important to show solidarity with our students who are in a time of crisis right now and our survivors who need to know that we believe them and that we support them. What reaction have you had from members, from faculty at Western following kind of the announcement of this position? Well, I think the terms saddened, shocked, outraged are probably the most common ones that we are coming across. And we also need to recognize that our faculty members are facing this in two ways. First of all, we have faculty members who themselves, uh, some of whom were at Western and some of whom were elsewhere, have failed, uh, sorry, have faced the problem of sexual assault and gender-based violence in their own undergrads and are seeing this sort of come at them again. So, I mean, I myself did undergrad at Western and I have colleagues who have, who have spoken about the decades of the culture here that has, you know, created a situation where we need to now really address this head on. And the second aspect in which they are facing this is that they are facing students whom they have to support, survivors who might be reaching out to them, and the emotional labor that's involved in making sure that you give the right resources to these folks, you provide support in the way that they need it. And as our own faculty experts have said in the stuff that they have created for government and others, the first thing that we need to do, and this is what we're facing in the classroom and elsewhere, is we need to listen. So we're having to listen to these stories very importantly and to hear from survivors and students and and softs, as as people who've been watching social media know, uh, and and sort of hear from them as to what's going on. And and it hurts to know this is happening to our students and happening at our campus. Nigmendra Narain joining us, president of the UWL Faculty Association. As we talk about a walkout that is planned for tomorrow, 
at noon on UC Hill at Western. And, of course, this goes to reports of sexual violence during the first week of school coming from students. And a few students have actually organized tomorrow's event, taking a stand against gender-based violence. When we look at the role of a professor at university, sometimes there will be office hours for students who might feel they're falling behind in a course or are having difficulty with a course. But a lot of times you don't necessarily have that direct contact between professor and student unless almost the student seeks it out. In this case, in, in helping students to know what is there, is there any added training for faculty members so that they can know how to deal with situations should they arise? Uh, that's one of the issues here is that we don't have adequate training. And in terms of how to handle this, we all uh, have access to materials online, which uh, which can be undertaken. I've undertaken those. Uh, a lot of this then remains with faculty members to decide to seek this out on their own. But the problem becomes is when this stuff shows up, at your doorstep, when it comes through in the classroom, when you're hearing about it in social media, there's two roles. One is that you yourself have to understand how to deal with this. And we have faculty members who are well-trained, who have the expertise, who have been providing the information, even stuff that I've been reading as to how I, as a professor, should respond and and deal with the information that I am facing, uh, and as well as be able to go into the classroom or have a chat in the office as to what to do. Uh, The number one thing is, of course, and I mean, we've all had situations where there are disclosures of various varieties. Um, You know, the situation of gender-based violence is also wrought with um, uh, not just sexual assault. We shouldn't just take that as the old way of understanding things. We have to understand gender-based violence, which includes groping and shoving and rubbing, and then, of course, uh, hollering comments that are misogynistic, racist, and so forth. So for us, we have to look to the experts who say that, first and foremost, the first thing you need to do is listen. This is not about telling a person you need to go do X, Y, and Z. This is about having our students listen to us, or sorry, uh, us listen to the students and get a sense of what's going on and what they think, uh, you know, they need to do. And if they ask for advice on what sort of options they have is to do that. Uh, as I've said to others, I mean, my thing is that, look, they, they were in class with me today or they're in class in other days, and I asked them to listen to me. I think It's perfectly reasonable and necessary at this moment for us as a professoriate to listen to the students and to stand with them because they show solidarity to me in the classroom by quieting down and listening. Now it's the time for me to quiet down and UOFA to, as well, listen to what the students are saying and listen to them and listen to them and the survivors. Nigmendra, thank you so much for your time today. Please keep safe, and uh, tomorrow at noon is the planned walkout at Western, and as you say, the faculty are encouraged to, if they can, either make accommodations for students or certainly even participate, and, and you will be there. Yes, I will be there, and I'm hoping others will also come out and support the survivors, support the students. The students are leading this initiative, and we need to let the survivors and the students lead this initiative because this is something that is for them, this is something by them, and our job at this 
juncture and this moment is to listen and learn from them. And thank you so much for making this opportunity for this message to get out so that we can bring the culture change that we need for Orientation Week. Uh, there's other events that will be coming up real soon, and we need this culture to be in flux and changing to something better so that our students are safe uh, on campus and around in London as well. Thank you so much for your time, Mike. Hey, it's such an important conversation. Thank you. Keep safe. You too. Keep safe. Take care. That's Nick Mendra Narain, president of the UWO Faculty Association. You've got to put yourself in the shoes of a first-year student or doesn't even matter if it's first year, second year now. A lot of second year students are technically first year students. They haven't been on a campus before. They did things largely online last year, no matter what university you're talking about. And if you're looking for help, what are you taught throughout your life? If you need help, sure, you can go to your parents. But if your parents aren't around, what do you do? Well, you go to a teacher and you get to university, and all of a sudden, the teacher student relationship is a little bit different. So the idea that they've already had that conversation to say, no, be ready for this. Know what there is. We need more information about that. More preparation needs to be given to professors so that they can say, here's what we have, so that they know how to do that listening that Nick Mendra talked about. So that's something right away that can be addressed and should be something that is seen as at least – not necessarily a simple fix, but something that's very doable. 